right, guys, welcome back. This is Blake here with Weekend Recap. Man, I tell you what, the weekend is done and over. There was so much going on in the NFL this weekend, and we're about to dive right into that. Now, for starters, let me go ahead and say thanks to our sponsors real quick. Great American Florida Gun Show, Polaratic Insulation. Without you guys, this show wouldn't be possible today. So big shout out to y'all. If you need to buy, sell, or trade a gun, we have a couple shows coming up here in Florida. Okeechobee looks like January 22nd to the 23rd, Port St. Lucie, the 29th through the 30th. So if you're looking to buy, sell, or trade, make sure to hop on the website, see where they're at, and make sure you tell them the outlaw sent you. Now, over here, we have a few things that went on. A few fans aren't happy. Which, uh, my fandom, I'm still cool with. So, my team has not yet to lose in the playoffs this season. So, I'm a little excited about what we got going on here. So, we'll start here with the Bills. We'll just go ahead and dive into the scoreboards. The Bills and the Patriots. This was a game I was getting really geeked up about. You have Bill Belichick, who has owned the Buffalo Bills pretty much his entire tenure. In New England, right? And then you have the Buffalo Bills. Who have, unfortunately, been in a Bill Belichick and Tom Brady-owned division forever. Since the history of football seems like with Tom Brady. But they laid it on them thick. It was great football for me to watch. A huge blowout. The Bills lead... 47-17, close it up. Every time they possessed the ball, they scored a touchdown. So, total yards for Buffalo, you're looking at 482 yards. First downs, 29. Third down efficiency, you were 6 for 7. Didn't need to go for it on fourth down. Didn't give up any sacks. Only three penalties. No turnovers. Time of possession was 31 minutes and a quarter. So, I mean, it was <laughs> a dominant showing. I mean, it's no hard feelings to New England fans. No hard feelings to Bill Belichick or Mac Jones. But you had it coming. They owed you one big time. And they made sure the world was watching this one, bud. But it was a, it was a good game it's, uh, if you're a Buffalo Bill fan. If you was a New England Patriot fan, I could I could see where you're a little sick to your stomach right now. But, you know, there's promise. You got Mac Jones. You got Bill Belichick. Mac Jones looked pretty good. I mean, he wasn't terrible. The offense, they were able to put up 305 yards. Uh, first downs, there was 20 of them. Uh, third down efficiency, yeah. He was about 50%, 7 for 14. Fourth down, 4 for 4 there. Just the sacks they got to two you three times there. The, the penalties didn't really add up too much. 5 for 34. Those two interceptions were costly, but y'all's defense couldn't stop them. So, but moving on, we'll go ahead and dive into the Bengals and the Raiders. So the Bengals take on the Raiders, 26 to 19, favor of the Bengals. But there is so much circling around this game right now. You have the whistle that shouldn't have whistled, that we're going to pretend didn't whistle and didn't go by what the rules are supposed to go by. So, the Bengals, Joe Burrow, I mean, 
This man is just ice cold. You're not shaking this guy. He is... They call him Joe Cool for a reason, man. <laughs> he was just solid in the pocket. He was not afraid to roll it out. He was hitting his targets downfield. It was... It was Joe's show, man. But the day... Derek Carr and the Raiders, they put up a performance themselves. I mean, this was the game of the weekend, the back and the forth. Wasn't a high-scoring game, but the drama, it was there. You had old Ed Bogeron calling this game. Well, one of these scoring drives by the Bengals, there was an inadvertent whistle. You watch this play, he comes open. He's running to the right. He's getting ready to step out of bounds, but he he launches it to the end zone, Joe Burrow. And they catch it, but while the ball is in the air, there's a whistle. But if you watch the tape, it doesn't look like it affects the play at all. Everybody's still moving. Everybody's still going. The ball's already in the air and almost there. So they get together. There's not a call right away for this one. They huddle up, they talk about it. I assume there's some back and forth with New York on this one, but they come to the conclusion of touchdown. The guy caught the ball in the end zone, inadvertent whistle, touchdown, we'll move on. Hmm. But that's not the rules, man. <laughs> so I feel sorry for my Raiders fans, is where I'm getting at with this. The way this is supposed to work with the inadvertent whistle. The play's dead. You just replayed the play. Nothing counted against you. Nothing counted for you. The play is just dead. You're going to have to replay downs. On that end, that strips away that touchdown. And in a one-score game, I mean, that's the difference of somebody sees it moving on now. I'm hearing that these this group of officials won't be back for any of the remaining NFL playoff games. So there's <laughs> there's hope for that one. I mean, this game had so many penalties. There was 14 flags thrown. Uh, Lord, the Bengals got hit seven times for 56 yards. The Raiders got hit seven times for 46 yards. I mean, these guys, it was almost like they wanted the show to be about them. That's and it was that wasn't even the worst one, Lord. We're gonna get to one later, and I mean there was one team that had fourteen penalties, but I mean that's kind of who that team is this season. But we'll, like I said, we'll get to them shortly. So in this game, the Bengals, we'll go ahead and talk about their stat line here: total yards, three hundred eight yards, first downs they had eighteen, third down efficiency they were five for twelve. That number doesn't really jump out to be great. But, you know, this is why this game was so close. Fourth down, they went for it. They got it. Sacks, they got hit twice. Penalties again, like I mentioned, 7 for 56. Zero turnovers, and the time of possession was 31 minutes and 51 seconds. Now, the Raiders here, they put up quite a bit of yards. 385 yards, 23 first downs. Third down efficiency, they were 8 for 18. So, again, kind of like the Bengals here. We weren't that great on it. They went for it twice on fourth down. They only got it once. Got it sacked three times. Penalties again. Seven for 46 yards. Had an interception. Had a fumble. Time of possession was 28 minutes, 9 seconds. So, the 
biggest thing that got them, man, turnovers. This game was just so close. You were cutting this one with a razor. But the turnovers is what got them. I mean, you want to talk about the play, the not play. Could you imagine if they took the points away from them on this whistle? Me as a fan. Oh, Lord, don't do that to my team. <laughs> I don't care if you had the hiccups and blew that whistle. Uh, inverted or not, don't take my points away. But, hey, I could imagine there's going to be some sort of rule change happening over this one coming up. You know, could you imagine if that would have happened to Tampa Bay and Tom Brady? I can guarantee you there'd be another Brady rule in the book on that one. <laughs> Speaking of Tampa Bay, they host the Eagles here in Tampa Bay. And the weather was nuts, man. There was a tornado down in Fort Myers. The weather before the game, the trees were all blowing around, man. Tampa Bay was... It was breezy, man. I was starting to feel at home, all these tornadoes running around Tennessee. Give you a shout-out. You guys stay safe up there. <laughs> but uh, the Buccaneers, they host the Eagles, 31-15. to 15. So hopefully we're – I forgot to mention spoilers, 31-15. But anyways, with that, we want to make sure that I circle back to where I said this game was going to be a little bit closer than what it was. And it was not. <laughs> Lord, it was not. Even the final score ain't as close as this was supposed to have been. Uh, you're looking 31-15. It was literally 31 to nothing. And they get the 15 points in garbage time. So, I mean, it was not a good game if you were an Eagles fan. You, you could see it in Jalen Hurts' face. You could see it in the Philadelphia Eagles players' faces. I mean, it was just a tragedy out there. So... Total yards, 349 yards. First downs, Tampa Bay had 23 of them. Third down efficiency, four for 13. I mean, ugh, I mean that's not that great. But, hey, you know what? You don't have to be on third down often to score points, right? Fourth downs, they went for it once, weren't successful on it. Now, here's a stat line that could be troublesome moving forward. They got to them four times. They brought them down, man. So on that, hopefully this is something that they can get fixed moving forward. I know their center went down with an ankle, but he came right back in. The offensive tackle, he tried to make a comeback, but Lord, it's like he got shot in the foot when he was sitting there trying to block that guy. He jumped straight up in the air, and the, the dude just, okay, Brady, here we come. <laughs> you know, so I, I appreciate you wanting to get back into the game, but... In that situation, you got to understand where you're at, man. It's, it's, uh, that could have been serious for the both of you. We want you here for the long haul. I don't want to see any crazy hits on Brady taking that season out of the way. So, on that end, let's get back to the stats. Penalties, four penalties for 35 yards, no turnovers, and they controlled the ball 33 minutes and three seconds. Now, the Eagles, it's not that they didn't put up any stat lines here. It was just more of a, you're playing Tom Brady and you couldn't score enough, man. <laughs> they put up 339 yards. First downs, they had 14 of them. Third down efficiency, they were 5 for 14. Went for it three times on fourth down. Only got it once. So, and the, the those turnovers, I mean, there's two just on downs. Sacks, he got sacked twice. 
penalties, four for 45, but you throw two interceptions, you fumble the ball and you lose it, you turn over it on downs on two different times, and it's the storyline for you at this point. That's why you're looking here 31 nothing. And again, the last 15 points, appreciate you for participating today, but it was all in junk time, man. Now, this was a game that I thought was going to be a lot closer and surprises me that it wasn't. You had the San Francisco 49ers going to the Dallas Cowboys. I remember watching these games back in the 90s and just the back and the forth. It was just the best football to watch. You had Steve Young, you had Troy Aikman, you had Emmitt Smith, you had Jerry Rice, you had these legends out there just going back and forth year after year. And then you have this. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened to Dallas. I mean, Dallas pulled a Dallas. That's the only thing I can really say about them. They have historically become a one and done for the playoffs. But 49ers, 23, Dallas Cowboys, 17. Now, Total yards for the Niners here, you're looking at 341, 21 first downs. They were 6 of 13 on their third downs. Didn't go for it on fourth down, didn't need to. They kept Jimmy Garoppolo clean, and that was huge on this. Keep the pocket clean, control the line, and the rest plays out. So... No sacks. They had nine penalties. So this game, again, your referees, it's like they wanted to make sure you knew they were part of the show. They flagged the 49ers nine times for 58 yards. Now, stat line for Jimmy G, he's going to turn it over. Expect one. Good news for them is it didn't destroy them <laughs> so he's thrown some costly ones in the past but it this one you know it's be glad it was dallas i mean they that defense did not show up that's one thing that surprised me about this game i'm sitting there watching it and you had all this hype and talk about micah parsons and trayvon diggs you know all these all pro linemen and defensive backs you know this is supposed to be the team we them boys, right? <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> you gotta love the slogan. But let's talk stat line real quick. So the, the Cowboys they go three hundred seven yards, had twenty first downs. They were five for fourteen on third down. They went for it twice on fourth down. Only got it once. But they were busy in the backfield. They got to Zach Prescott or Dak Prescott five times. So controlling the line, you know, it's, it's, I try to tell everybody just simply because I've watched my team have to go through it. My team rebuilt for a decade. <laughs> I felt like I'm a Titan fans out here. You guys know what I'm talking about. It was just the only thing we got excited about is we had CJ Johnson, you know, yeah, CJ 2k. We're going to watch him run all over you. But I mean, that was still in some bad seasons through there, but they started addressing the offensive line the interior defensive line. And until you get past all these, what I call unsexy picks and unsexy free agents, you're not going to have that much development as a team. And you watch the, these teams historically. 
We'll talk about Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll talk about the Cleveland Browns, the Detroit Lions, you know, all these teams that just seem to have great talent from time to time and just can't seem to get everything to mesh. But it's a lot to do with not having the ability to stand up in the pocket. So that that's going to always be the, the curse to anybody. You give up five games in the playoffs or five up sacks in the playoffs here, I, I don't know how you're going to be able to compete with the points. And obviously they couldn't. They only put up 17 points on them. Dak threw an interception. Time of possession, 26 minutes, 3 seconds. So again, you know, this was a game I thought was going to be close. I got a buddy over in California right now just losing his mind over the 49ers advancing gear. So with that being said, let's dive off a little bit into the individual stat lines, the quarterbacks that really made a splash this weekend, the teams that are moving on. That's I figure I wouldn't waste much of our time. <clears throat> well, I'm sorry. Speaking of wasting much of our time, I think we was all wasting uh, old <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger's time, man. The storyline going into the Chiefs and the Steelers game, it's I'm just got the NFL network playing in the background. Just trying to entertain myself while I'm going over the different articles going into Saturday and Sunday's games. And I'm hearing talk how Ben Roethlisberger made the comment about we don't stand a chance. <laughs> when he was asked about the Kansas City Chiefs. And he made the comment about I don't think we should even be here. Or, I don't know how we got here. So I'm entertained by this. Ben Roethlisberger wants to retire. He is the old man that did not want to get out of bed this morning. You know, his Metamucil, whatever it is, is not working. And he is not happy. So we get into Sunday night's game. And man, I, I'm not going to lie. With how one-sided a lot of these games were, I was football fatigued. I mean, I'm glad it's playoff season. I'm glad it's wild card weekend. But the only competitive game was the Raiders and the Bengals game at this point and this one again proved to kind of follow suit the Chiefs take it 42 Steelers 21 so on that it was just Ben should have retired <laughs> and they should have not won that game <laughs> and just let Ben ride off but it's it is what it is the Kansas City Chiefs though that's they put up some scary numbers Total yards, 478, 26 first downs. They were 8 for 12 on third down. Didn't need to go for it on fourth down. Now, here's another line that's been pretty familiar this week for Kansas City Chiefs fans. They got to them three times, you know. So, I mean, that's one thing I can say about the Kansas City Chiefs of past. They seem to always just get out the way. So, on this end, their line's a little shakier than... I would imagine they would want it to be. But this is one of those teams I don't want to play <laughs> in the playoffs. Now, we'll dive a little bit deeper into who's playing who in the next segment. But it's uh, the Chiefs are a scary team. They've been there the last two years. They know how to get there. They know how to play in January. So, watch out for this team. Now, like I said, they hit them three times. They had three penalties for 25 yards. 
turnovers. He had an interception. There was a fumble. But the time of possession was just dead split in the middle. 30 minutes, both sides on this one. Now, the Steelers, though, uh, hmm, that was uh, 257 total yards. I mean, just that stat line alone compared to 478. They just didn't stand a chance, man. And Ben Roethlisberger knew it. But again, how much was that was I really don't want to make it to the next round and have to do this again. But uh, they had 19 first downs. They were 7 for 16 on third down. They went for it twice on fourth down. They were successful twice for it on fourth down. They only got to them twice. So, I mean, Big Ben being Big Ben. Able to navigate the pocket. Able to keep it clean for most of the game. Four penalties, 45 yards, a fumble, and again, 30 minutes time of possession. So, I mean, it was, he didn't hurt him outside of just being Big Ben at this point in his career. So, hats off to him. It was a great career, don't get me wrong, but uh, I think he was just as relieved as uh, the Chiefs were. <laughs> that this was his last game so the hats off again to Steelers Nation man good luck finding a quarterback I know how bad that's about to suck <laughs> so now let's get into the stat board real quick so Patrick Mahomes like I said this is a guy that I don't want to see in any playoff format but he was 30 for 39 404 yards five touchdowns and an interception now, Travis Kelsey, though, he had a game for the Chiefs. You're looking one-for-one one passing, two yards and a touchdown, five receptions, 108 yards re receiving, and a receiving touchdown. So this Travis Kelsey guy is a frat boy, meathead embodiment. And just watching him out on the field is just outrageous. This guy is a straight character, but he had a huge part in yesterday's offense. Hardman on the returns, three returns, 70 yards. So this was a lot of what we were looking at here with the Kansas City Chiefs game. They were able to flip the field on them. They were able to keep the field position in their favor, and it's the storyline, man. So, the 49ers, we got Jimmy Garoppolo here. He was 16 for 25, 172 yards, and an interception. Ooh, that stat line alone make, <laughs> would make you think that was not how the game went. But Eli Mitchell had 27 carries, 96 yards, and a touchdown. So, they did what they do. They they went to the ground. They know Jimmy G's going to hurt them. Jimmy G's not going to win it for them, but we don't want Jimmy G to lose it for us either. So that's why they stuck to the ground. This guy, Debo Samuel, I spoke about him earlier in the year. He had 10 carries for 72 yards and a touchdown. Also three receptions, 38 yards receiving. The dude came up with 100 yards of his own. You know, 110 yards total, all-purpose yards here. So, I mean, this guy is a absolute animal and a monster. All right, but we're going to dive a little bit further into these stat lines here in a second. 
I think I see Quentin knocking on the window to get in here. So we're going to kick it out to our sponsors real quick. Again, winter's here. My floors are freaking cold. I'm going to need to give my guy, Chris, a call over here at Polar Attic Insulation. And I suggest you do too. Make sure you guys give him a check out, polaratticinsulation.com, and uh, get your free estimate today. Looking for a fun weekend of buy, sell, trade, guns, knives, ammunition, and much more? Or maybe you're looking for a concealed carry class? Then go to GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com, where you'll find the Great American Florida Gun Show. Dates and location for 2022 are up now. Shows coming to Lakeland, Port St. Lucie, LaBelle, Haines City, and many more. Don't forget, it's GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com. Or call 772-577-9647 for more information on dates and locations. Want to save money on your electrical bill? Need new insulation in your home's crawl space? Call Polar Attic Insulation, the only company doing crawl space within 100 miles. With our vapor barrier encapsulation, you'll save thousands. Designed to prevent mold and moisture, it's the best barrier for your home with a 10-year manufacturer warranty. Call the best with 13 years in the business, 877-608-5588. Polar Attic Insulation, we do it for thousands less. All right, guys, welcome back. Thanks for hanging in. Again, big thank you to our sponsors here, Great American Florida Gun Show, Polaratic Insulation. Without you guys, again, this show would not be as fun as it is. Yeah, definitely. So, as you hear, Sir Quentin has made it back in. I have. <laughs> welcome uh, back, this, sir. <laughs> another another night of this overnight kicking my butt on a weekly basis. Oh, man, still not... Still not accustomed to it yet, huh? Man, it, I don't know if that's something you ever get accustomed to. Oh, God, Lord. I worked nights forever, but I don't remember when I got accustomed to it. No, I don't think I ever did, actually. I, I need my beauty rest. <laughs> I, got, I got a face for radio. That's why I'm on here. <laughs> right. I got a face for radio and a body by bacon. Let me tell you something. <laughs> man. Oh, man. So the first question he had for me coming in, have you talked about the – college football championship game <laughs> I, I, I think he knew something i didn't man he uh he, he called it it's, yeah uh, georgia put it to him yeah no and, i i told you they were coming back for that revenge game and uh it really sh- they made a statement they god they did i mean it's the bad thing is it didn't even look close yeah it was it was i was expecting you know something in the fourth quarter something in the overtime you know so i was hoping for a close game just because i'm selfish but yeah but I enjoyed watching them <laughs> get beat like that. So, again, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, 20, 21, 22 national champions, the uh, Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. It, and uh, God, my brother's excited about that one. He's a huge Georgia fan. It's It was one of those things where I was like, Ugh, it's two SEC teams. Like, yeah, this is a. I wonder what the ratings were on that one, man. I, I don't think much of the nation was watching. That's uh, maybe I, SEC country, but that was probably about it. <laughs> I, I think the only people that were watching were either Alabama fans or people that just wanted to see Alabama. Somebody lose. that had money on it. <laughs> <laughs> one of two things. It's the only why we're watching, is it? <laughs> yeah, but what a what a great game for Georgia to come in there and just set the tempo. Oh, early on well especially how they got smacked around in the sec championship yeah. man it's it 
I was like, my goodness, Georgia don't even seem like they're in their league. I was just thinking that conf- that division was just so weak yeah. <laughs> after the SEC championship game. And then then SEC championship 2.0, uh, Georgia went in there and smacked them around. I mean, yeah. they had their uh, white tank tops on. <laughs> yeah, uh, Barnett showed up, quarterback for Georgia. He definitely showed up that game. Uh, the journey that he's taken to get to this point is like crazy. I I didn't realize how much this kid had bounced back and forth on yeah. different things. He was a uh, he was a backup uh, or a walk on there at Georgia. Turnaround didn't make the starting position, so he transferred to a community college, a D two school. Uh, school came back a couple of years later or a year later, played behind Jake Fromm until he left to go to the NFL, and then got the starting position, and now he's the national champion. This dude's going to be a 30 for 30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, he definitely helped his draft rankings. Though. Oh, God, he did, didn't he? Could you imagine? It's, you just, uh, that, if I would have just grown in life. <laughs> thanks, thanks, genetics. <laughs> Win one for the team there. But, man, could you imagine being a – a quarterback that just won the national championship. Yeah, I mean, and I could looking at the NFL draft. I mean, it's, even if you suck at the NFL, you're a millionaire. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, can, you can know, I be paid a million dollars to be bad at something, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. promise I'll be epically bad. <laughs> you know, I I don't. He kind of reminds me of this, uh, the what I call the bro effect. He he doesn't seem like. He's that high on the draft boards and yeah. isn't that everybody's favorite pick, but he gets the job done yeah. and when he needs to. He's shown how he can navigate adversity at this point. Yeah. Granted, we're we're not talking NFL caliber players, but again, when you're competing against Alabama twice a year, you are. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, with that being said, man, it's uh, he's he's looking good. He's not going to have a bad life here. Yeah. You know? about april <laughs> yeah and uh the thing is i think he'll probably come back for one more year with georgia i don't know if he'll enter the draft this year don't know yet it's, we'll have uh, to we'll have to see with all this transfer portals yeah. and stuff like that it's yeah and you know what the funniest thing about it is is i just seen it today um one of uh, i forget his first name his last name's sanders um he's a five-star recruit wide receiver for alabama yeah he's transferring to arkansas now Oh, yeah? Oh. <laughs> When's the last time that Alabama <laughs> lost a transfer to Arkansas? When's the last time Alabama's lost a transfer? Yeah. It wasn't a second stringer. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. I mean, I don't even think the backups transfer out of there. I think you're talking third, fourth string guys are like, yeah, there's no chance. <laughs> yeah. yeah so I, I think it's not the start of the fall of Alabama. They'll still oh, be God. strong, but they're de- they're definitely – they they realize that this Georgia is, said they're they showed them they're there. Yeah, this is like two out of the last three or four years where other teams have shown them, hey, we can beat these guys. Yeah, they're not the dominant force in college that everybody thinks they are. Yeah, I can tell you what team isn't a dominant force in college football, 
And that's my Tennessee balls. <laughs> you guys need to do something this year, man. <laughs> my, my Gators aren't too far behind, don't worry. We're just sitting in the crowd every every off season going, hey, yeah, that's, I don't know how this feels. <laughs> You're sitting over there with the rest of us in the that SEC. That looks fun. <laughs> Watching two teams. So, But, man, you know who had fun and I don't think was stressing at all yesterday? Had to be a dude wearing 12. The TB12, man. Yeah. He was feeling good. It's, yeah. Uh, first, first three quarters he was. He started getting on a – started having to get helped off the ground a little bit more in the third I, quarter. But You know, you're not lying. They did get to him a little bit. Yeah. So, but I was wondering after that last act, I was like, how long is Bruce Arians going to let him sit in there? Because it was that 31 nothing at that yeah. point. I was like, he's going to – he's probably about to pull him. <laughs> you, you know, as much as we'd like to give – all the credit to Tom Brady. He wasn't the main player on that game. The yeah, defensive wasn't. side of the ball was amazing. If the Dominating. Bucks play they had that kind everybody of, back yeah. for the most part, man. You if had, they play that well the rest of the way through, I have no doubt that they at least make it to the NFC championship and possibly even having a chance to go back to back. See, I think Buccaneer fans are experiencing something Titans fans get. They, they consider both markets not to be big markets because this isn't L.A., this mm-hmm. ain't Dallas, this ain't New York, you know, what, whatever, you know. Cool. Yeah, I'm not going to say what I want. <laughs> but on that, <laughs> on that, you know, you just don't really get a whole lot of media attention, and which is kind of weird with Tom Brady here. And the Antonio Brown thing, it caught its traction, but, I mean, <laughs> you, you, he might as well streaked across the field. It's the only thing that made that better. <laughs> you know? but, Every now and then you have that one person. That yeah, that guy, <laughs> that drunk cousin but, at the wedding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think he reminded the rest of the NFL that Tampa Bay's here, man. It's, yeah, uh, they the, again, like I mentioned before, you got in here, it, it wasn't competitive. I mean, no, the, the Bucks just smacked them from post to post on this one, man. Yeah, and and the thing is, is you know Philadelphia came in as the number one rushing offense mm-hmm. in the league. And you're talking about a team that nobody even knew was going to be in the playoffs at the beginning of the year. I can tell you who they know at this point. Jason Pierre-Paul, mm-hmm. Vita Vea, David White. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think they caught some attention this week, yeah. man. They, yeah, they, uh, uh, they almost shut them out again. It was just garbage time when they put up the last 15 points, the only 15 points. <laughs> they they felt the, like they was about to come back, didn't they? <laughs> and, well, the thing is, is I, I got concerned when uh, Tristan Worth went down. Yeah, I didn't like seeing that. And Wells came in as his backup on the, on the right side there. And it, Wells, is, he was battling, a, I believe, a ankle injury as well mm-hmm. that he was recovering from and he just got blown off the line every time like See, that's the one thing that's cons- going to concern me moving forward is that the offensive line's health I yeah mean, jensen goes down got folded up like a taco uh you got the other guy with the ankle i mean that like i mentioned earlier i appreciate you coming back but lord that first series the first play back in looked like you got shot in the foot and you jumped straight up in the air there's a sack <laughs> you know i mean it well, that, got bad <laughs> that that one that one's on bruce arians there's no reason for you to take your best offensive lineman mm-hmm. and possibly one of the best offensive linemen in the game right now definitely one of the best right tackles yeah and uh put him right back in the game as soon as he 
jumps back on the sideline. Says, says I feel good. Yeah. Yeah, everybody feels good in <laughs> the playoff game. Everybody watched them limp out to the huddle. Everybody yeah. like, what are they doing? <laughs> everybody wants to play that playoff game, but <laughs> no. nobody Rudy. Nobody Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> But it just it didn't make no sense to me to why you would put him back out there with such a huge lead. Your defense doing great. And just because, you know, Wells was not really holding up to his to Tristan Worth's standards over yeah. there on the right side. It just it didn't make sense for me to throw him back in there, and that could have really took yeah. him out for the rest of the playoffs when we really yeah. didn't need him for the rest of that game. Case scenario, say he clips Brady just enough to keep him from coming back. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> game yeah. changer because you want a feel good story. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but yeah. hey, man, it's uh. If I was in his shoes, yeah, I'd be trying to give it a try. Yeah, but at the end of the day, man, yeah. somebody's got to – where's the no man? Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, that's one thing you can have me pay me to do. I'll be the no man. <laughs> so, NFL, if you're, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I go, go out there and teach him what not to do. <laughs> yeah. so, so, here's my audition tape. Are you ready, Are you ready for it? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, the whole team was so fired up that game. You know, even Bruce Arians, uh, <laughs> it, I, I told told him, I told a good friend of mine when we were watching the game, and I, was, I told him, I was like, reminds me of Little League football back when I played. <laughs> you know, when you, your dad or who, your coach out there that's your neighbor that's known you since you were a little kid goes out there and you make one mistake and he Pops you on the back of the helmet and says, hey, straight you, you up. see that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Bruce Arians went dad mode on him. <laughs> he, he gave him the – he smacked him so hard on the side of his head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh Adam. great. <laughs> and it, it, it's, it was so unnecessarily necessary. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, everybody loves Papa Arians around here at yeah. this point, man. It's uh, Papa John's, man. You got Papa John's and there's Papa Arians. Yeah. <laughs> And this man gets his own area code. <laughs> the man rolled his ankle, tape or had ice on it, and the rest of the game. Bruce Arians. What did he do? I missed that uh, part. Well, I think whenever he went to tap Ar- uh, Adams on the back of the helmet to let him know that he wasn't too happy with him, I think he rolled his ankle. Uh, could you imagine the conversation after the game now? <laughs> yeah, that was a great job, guys. But do not, do not <laughs> try to start a fight with him again. He just walks in the room and he's already taking his belt off. <laughs> <laughs> there better be no TV TVs on in the uh, locker room. <laughs> everybody's got their phones up on his desk. <laughs> no, oh, right. I bet man. they're feeling good over there in, the, yeah. in that locker room today, man. Yeah, what a what a performance. I mean, I was wasn't too thrilled with the start of the game with our uh, rookie uh, wide receiving core. They could not catch a cold. Yeah. And in the time of everybody catching something around here, it just <laughs> seems like man, you would be able to catch a ball that. And Tom Brady, you could see it verbally on the he, no words, but you can read his lips perfect. And he's like telling Tyler Johnson, "Run through the ball, run through the ball," yeah. because. He was just hesitating and waiting for that big hit to come at him, and yeah, no. you can't be scared. Yeah, that's not the time to make a business decision. Yeah, this is playoff ball, man. It's, you you uh, go all out. That's a roster spot. Yeah, <laughs> moving forward, you know, that's your audition tape. Yeah, <laughs> you know? are, are they going to need you next year? Or are they going to keep you? At, I tell you, who on a team continues? that could possibly sign three, four more guys that could replace you at any point. Yeah, 
Oh God, Brady's proven. Just give yeah. him a receiver. Oh, that, that's a WR. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your nomenclature. Okay, yeah, you're going to be good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. But I'll tell you who's been good since the day they drafted him. That's Mike Evans, man. This man, eight seasons from the beginning, yep. one thousand yards. You know, it's he's goat status getting there. You know, I mean, Jesus, nobody's done it yeah. <laughs> at this point to this level. Uh, but uh, he's still got a career to go, but it's not looking bad, man. He's about to stack another ring, seems like. He was A.B. who? Yeah. <laughs> Did you forget I was here? I think that's what he was trying to say yesterday. <laughs> that, I think that was uh, another one of those that he really, and I. it's a whole other conversation, but I, I think he really wanted to prove that losing – Antonio Brown wasn't going to hurt them yeah, much. He's still the and, number one dog, man. Yeah, and and it showed because I mean, Evans. I I know he had over a hundred yards. Yeah, at the end of the game, but yeah, he had nine receptions, hundred seventeen yards, a touchdown. I mean, it's and what a catch in the end zone for oh, that touchdown. He is. You know, I I, <clears throat> I I go a little fanboy over here, but every now and then, um, I follow Mike Evans on. Instagram, I believe it is. Yeah. And he does all of his training with, with, like, the boxing, sparring and stuff. Okay. And it really shows, if you watch his hands, and yeah. you watch him smack around a cornerback every now and then. <laughs> He's so big, too, yeah. man. He is so big. <laughs> I would be afraid. That's, like, one guy that's, like, you know, there's that one guy in hockey. Everybody's like, hey, I wouldn't want to try to fight him. <laughs> I think that's Mike Evans for me. Like, I, if I was a cornerback, that was, yeah, I would just try to lock him. him down as much as I could. But I wouldn't try to fight this guy. Just no, no, because like he, he's just so dominant he, in yes. everything he does. He, he just powers through people. Strong hands. Runs, yep. He can run every route on the tree. There's and he's so red zone danger. Yeah, <laughs> and his know? confidence level has done nothing but skyrocket yeah, since he had. He 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 understands his role. You yeah, know, he understands. Hey, if I'm if I'm on this level of this tree, you know, if I'm if I'm the in, he's the out. You know, yeah. he knows where he's at, where he needs to be. You know, so it's, it's Scotty Miller showed up a little bit in yeah. the game. That that was another big, but the running game, the running game was. I mean, for I think, what they had going on, losing Leonard Fournette, I, this is where I thought they were going to have a problem. This is why I thought this was going to be closer yeah. <laughs> than what it was and where I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you had Giovanni Bernard. You had Keyshawn Vaughn. I don't know who Keyshawn Vaughn is, but uh, I know who Giovanni Bernard is. He's coming off an injury with Cincinnati. And I know he had his ACL blown out on mm-hmm. him. So it's... They didn't put up huge numbers. They we both get into the end zone, but I mean, the two of them—that was Vaughn's a rookie. Vaughn's the rookie that we signed, uh, that we drafted this past year from, uh, I believe he came out of Minnesota, and uh, oh, that paid out pretty good, huh? Well, he's—he's—I think he's probably <laughs> as much as I was really like on his side. Um, I think he. Might have just proven that he could take over for Rojo, and Rojo yeah. might be a little bit closer to being out the door. Yeah, we can sign another year of Bernard and go out and find another McCoy. So and this is what I don't understand. Speaking of signed, where is Le'Veon Bell in all of this? Yeah, and well, that's the thing. <laughs> you know, hey, where did he go? Well, I mean, you have uh, you had Bell that never seen the the field Sunday. You have. Uh, Ronald Jones that's hurt right now. Yeah. So, and then you got Fournette that's out for the rest of the season. So, I mean, like, 
it these two guys it, they had to step up and thank Vaughn, God did. <laughs> was known as like the guy that was going to be able to come out of the backfield and catch those short passes and yeah. make jukes and he's shown yesterday that he can hit the hole pretty well yeah. and he get was through. running good man he i mean the first play good. of the game 12 yards yeah. right off rip so I mean, he pulled a Cam Newton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it's not the same performance the second game around. <laughs> oh God, I know, right? Let's hope not. Oh, where's the wood? Let's start. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, what a what a great performance altogether. The whole thing. I mean, the defense was just shut down. Like I said, they came in against the number one rushing offense in the league and turned around and just smothered them, man. I. I I think in the first half, I don't. I'm not even sure if they had over 20 yards rushing the Eagles. God, man, they were struggling. And if they did, it was barely 21 yards. Let's see. Let me get that pulled up here. But it it, it was on. And then on the other side of the ball, the Eagles just weren't there as well. They they finished out the game with 95 rushing yards. Who was their leading rusher? Yeah, Hurts. Yeah, <laughs> Jalen Hurts. 39 yards yeah <laughs> leading rusher yeah. boston scott that's a name for you if you if you wasn't born in boston <laughs> <laughs> thanks dad <laughs> we spoke of genetics earlier but now now we're back to stupid names <laughs> but, uh, yeah that um they they just couldn't get the ball rolling and then they try to get smith you know their their number one receiver into the mix and he just yeah. they they couldn't get him no, going they didn't have many Hurts just not being able to hit the long ball. Opportunities. That yeah. defense just. And there was a couple opportunities where they had big plays. Uh, Smith burning our corners or DBs down the field, which, I mean, we, we knew would happen Yeah, but on man, our defense. I tell you what, the out of the games I watched, granted there's only been two NFC games at this point. We got the game tonight after the show. Mm-hmm. But it's just the Bucks just had their their next level playoff team right now, and they showed that against the Eagles, man. And like I said, it was thirty one to nothing before you saw Bruce Arians just take his foot off the throttle. Yeah. Speaking of foot off the throttle, this game, I'm just selfish. This entertained me. I like I said, New England Patriots. It's, there's not many teams <laughs> that I hate worse than them, and they are one of you know they're on my Mount Rushmore of I hate you yeah. <laughs> with my fandom, you know. And to see the Bills just finally turn it around on them. You know, the the, the Patriots had it coming, man. Uh, Josh Allen, five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's they scored on every possession. Not just scored. They scored touchdowns on every possession. Yeah, and, and the, by the first five drives. They could not do anything. Yeah. <laughs> you it. know, and I was, I was with you. I was like you on the other game i thought that game was going to be a lot closer than what it was going to be mm-hmm. mac jones i mean as good as he might be the he rookie just ain't got playoff experience yet no welcome it, to the nfl that yeah it's a whole different thing <laughs> trying to you play imagine being that cold oh yeah. my god that's i watched the reporters during the pregame and just the amount of air you could see around them just from how cold it was was insane man. just wait until the next game when if they're back up in buffalo i i, yeah. I feel like it's probably going to be one of those snow games yeah well, let's see who's who do they play coming up lord let me pull that back up. uh either be the chiefs or uh i had this up earlier i think it's going to be the chiefs yeah they're taking on the chiefs so yeah. that means they're 
they're going to Arrowhead, man. That could be cold there too, man. I remember. Is the, the Chiefs the higher seed or not? Yeah, they're the number yeah? two. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're the number two. The uh, I remember the Titans going there one playoff, and it, I thought that was with Alex Smith, and it was at the time one of the coldest games in NFL history. It was like eight degrees, man, yeah. and it was. I'll tell you who wasn't ready for that game. Kansas City wasn't ready for that <laughs> game. It was not a good show on that that day. But uh, no, Buffalo they go to Arrowhead, man. So that's. When I talk about scary teams, what's left that the Titans could possibly have to play, this gauntlet they might have to run, as a fan, I don't like it, man. <laughs> well, the numbers Josh Allen put up, the numbers I know Patrick Mahomes can put up, mm-hmm. and the numbers we've seen Joe Burrow put up, and he just looked cool as could be, man. Like, it didn't phase him to be yeah. in that situation. <laughs> you, you know, I, I feel like Cincinnati is probably – your easiest opponent out of the three mm-hmm. but even then i mean the afc is so tight this year it's yeah. just it's such an even playing field over there on who can possibly make it to the next level i think i think we're probably going to be surprised in the second week of playoffs you know who the oddball out is <clears throat> in this scenario with teams that can just put up insane numbers and stat lines who's that it's the Titans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're a run first team. They're not your they're not your beauty pageant winner here. Yeah. You know, you you've got Josh Allen that they've been talking about since the beginning of the season, Super Bowl favorite. You know, yeah. Who's gonna bet against Kansas City? They've been there the last two years. <laughs> you know? And the Cincinnati, I mean when you talk experience, that'd be the team I would think would be an easier out, but God, if, if Joe Burrow's hot and he's putting up numbers and you got this, uh, was it Jamal Chase? Yeah. God, Lord, Jamar Chase, I think it is. Yeah, Jamar. But and, uh, the numbers those guys can put up. You know, it, it seems one so one-dimensional if you can just lock down yeah. Chase, then you seem to have a game. But you still got Joe Mixon in the backfield that is just – I don't Lights think out. you change the level. You know, yeah. It doesn't have to be a shootout. Okay, you yeah. want us to grind it in the trenches. You know, I said last week, that's the team that scares me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, and they're confident, man. They just kind of oh, yeah. have that swagger. Yeah, you know? I mean, first first playoff win in 30 years. 31 years. 31 years. I, that's a, I, 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 their last playoff win was the year that I was born. <laughs> that, that's crazy. The, the funny thing I heard, they were talking on the NFL for the first time in Cincinnati Bengal history, somebody's able to t- to text the Cincinnati Bengals won a playoff game. <laughs> that you can't say that when I'm then. taking a drink, man. I'm about to spit it all over the equipment. Yeah, I've seen that it too. Didn't even exist back text then. Me- first text message was 1994. Last playoff win 91. Yeah, so Nobody's funny. ever sent a text saying the Bengals won a playoff game. I laughed so hard about that. Welcome to the club, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile. Crazy, we the boys every yeah. year. <laughs> God, man, it's every year, man. It's I don't know if I would want to be a perennial. We suck at the playoff teams. You know, go to it every year, but never make it past that first round. Yeah. Or if I would just want to be a little bit worse, so we can get better draft picks. Because you're at that limbo area. You're the first out, so you it doesn't benefit I, you in the draft at all. <laughs> that's uh, that's what you call um. Uh, a soon to be eight and eight team. Oh, oh no. a soon to be new head coach team. Yeah, because that's what happens when you make it to the dance and don't make it past the first round. 
there's a lot of talk about this. On, on the way in, I was listening to a station up in Nashville, and there's some talk about Mike McCarthy. Back and forth, you know, should he still be with the team? Is he going to be with the team? And you got Dan Quinn, you got the other coordinator, all these guys, all this interest, people wanting to interview him for jobs, mm-hmm. you know, because, Lord, 25% of the NFL's fired their head coaches at this yeah. point. <laughs> so, and my thing would be on Jerry Jones's side because he doesn't seem like he's sold on keeping them at this yeah, point. Yeah, no. Why not get rid of them and just go ahead and give Dan Quinn or this other guy the position? If they're this sought after and if this is what really made your offense. Well, the thing is, is it, how much money is he going to be able to throw at one of these guys in order to get him to come over there? Because, I mean, you're looking at Jacksonville that's willing to throw up their whole franchise to, and they're really pushing for Jacksonville I, fans. I'm sorry y'all are about to hear this, but <laughs> I don't know if I was a head coach of had an opportunity to be head coach anywhere. It certainly would not be Jacksonville, man. It's, but, I think I would wait another season for somebody to get fired. <laughs> but would it not be? I mean, like if I if I had something to prove, if I had something to prove, I think I would want to go to a team with nothing to lose oh, because then you're only looking better if. I mean, the best you go out there and finish five and twelve, and you're already two yeah, yeah. two games better than what the last coach did. So I mean, hundred percent more wins. Uh, yeah, when you set the bar low, it it, uh, it, no. it only makes you look better as a person whenever you do well. See, you remember the movie uh, Twins with Danny DeVito and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> it's like Jacksonville Jaguar and and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, you got Tom Brady, that's your Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger, and then you got. <laughs> Which I wish should still be there, but unfortunately ends up. But could you imagine if Gardner Minshew was still there? Yeah. Comparison here, uh, Brady's you know supermodel appearance versus yep. Gardner's Minshew's Fu Manchu <laughs> and, and mullet over there in Jacksonville. And, uh, Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> over there. <laughs> but I know Jacksonville's really pushing hard and. It's gonna suck for us, but we're just not gonna be able to keep the keep him on. Is Byron Lefwich? He's gonna become a head coach. Yeah, and he and Jacksonville's really pushing because they, you know, he played for him for years. So I, I think Jacksonville's gonna push for to have him. But I mean, that's that's not saying Jerry Jones don't dig out the pocketbook and say, hey, why don't you come to Dallas and yeah, prove like, your talents over like here with a team doing over there? Yeah, <laughs> you know, that man. You know what? Ah. I'm always for wanting to see the the boys get back together, bring the band back together. Yeah. And I know if I was a coordinator and I had the opportunity to be a coordinator for Tom Brady, I would be there until Tom Brady wasn't. <laughs> that way well, I could just walk into anywhere and pretty much sign a just sign here. You know? That's the thing is do you Leftwich is left with a point of do I stay with this great offensive team and I really just got to make the right calls or do I really chase the money and go out there and shoot buddy money talks <laughs> I, I mean I know but the rings talk as well they do they do and, and you're far and from then, a ring in Jacksonville oh I know and what kind of uh coaching has he ever received yeah as a, as a pro you know when you have the opportunity to take a master's course 
behind Tom Brady. Yeah. And he can show you how to break down an offense. I think I would be with Brady until Brady decided he was retired. <laughs> and, you know, he didn't have horrible coaches when he was in the league himself. You know, he had no. Jack Del Rio up in Jacksonville for the longest time. Yeah. So um, he had a good state. Mike wasn't Tomlin. It, and, wasn't it Crohn's disease or was that David Garrod that had that issue? I, I, which one I think that too. was Garrod. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. Lethwich played. He he was a journeyman after he left uh, Pittsburgh. He came to Tampa for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he played, I want to say in Miami or something like that. He, he played in another oddball area. Oh, I couldn't tell you. I just, as a Titans fan, I was glad he was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was during the Maurice Jones-Drews days. Man. Yeah. That man was a meatball. You want to talk about a muscle with arms coming at you that guy, that's like a 200 260 pound bowling ball just, just like rolling down the field you're five foot tall how can you bench that much? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, was, that man was a stiff arm if his yeah. arms were longer he'd been greater but i mean yeah. that's his only problem he couldn't stiff arm him far enough away if he just he was like he he was on a different time era he was made different man yeah it's just one of those sure. kind of like how henry is now yeah well, the he was running around about the same time you had CJ2K, man. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, there was it was all about, about speed. Yeah, it was a whole about... lot of ad- overshadowing. There. Yeah. So it's, but no, Titans fans knew him. <laughs> he yeah. was always going to put up almost 200 every time he came to town. He was like, God, I hate this. Why I hate Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> MJD, it's all your fault. Yeah. <laughs> him and Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor had a thing for us, too, man. Yeah. But, <laughs> but no, I got a. Quite a few great matchups that happened this week. Um, the ones that don't know is uh, that Kansas City game tonight. Yeah. Or not Kansas not City. Kansas uh, City. L.A. game tonight. Yeah, we got the Rams and the Cardinals tonight, man. <laughs> I hate it because uh, this is who the Bucks are going to play, and I don't like neither one of these teams. You know what? <laughs> Out of the teams left, that's uh, – I would rather see the Rams, yeah. They're just kind of that iffy thing going on. I wouldn't want to take on the 49ers right now. These guys are hot. Yeah. And then they're, they're confident. Let's but. just hope they take out Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, God, Green Bay. I just hope Green Bay sits there and just collects rust, man. Just yeah. be rusty. Hopefully they just fall flat on their face. They didn't jump out to start the season well. Let's yeah. see how they start the playoffs. But speaking of playoffs, it's about to kick off, guys. So, unfortunately, we're up against the clock. Uh, make sure you tune in, check out the game, see who the Bucks are playing, man. So, uh, again, shout out to our sponsors, Polaratic Insulation, Great American Florida Gun Show. We appreciate you guys for allowing us to do this. Yeah, definitely appreciate it. Without you guys, it wouldn't be possible. No. All right, Outlaws, stay classy. <laughs> <laughs>